welcome! Is that enticing you? Great! It's another episode of Not Too Deep with me, your host, Grace Helbig. This week's episode, we have a good, good friend of mine and hilarious human lady that was one of the head writers and producers on the Grace Helbig show that I did for E! and just has been a wonderful friend over the past few years. It's Jocelyn Hughes. She's a DIY queen. And also, she's kind of this beautiful DIY disaster in the best way possible. You'll hear all about it. So enjoy this episode of Not Too Deep with Jocelyn Hughes. You know who else gets it? Jocelyn Hughes. Oh, hey. Jocelyn Hughes is here. <laughs> Segway. Segway. <laughs> Jocelyn is one of my favorite people. I was just talking about this on uh, another podcast about how you have this magnet of hilarious stories that just happen <laughs> to you and around you all the time. Yeah. I was talking to Mamrie about, was it New Year's that like your car almost like exploded or something? Yeah, that was Thanksgiving. Uh, Thanksgiving. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it was a holiday, so that's, that makes it more interesting. We were in a mountain during a snowstorm. Yeah, so. she was telling me the story of like how insane, like Jocelyn just got a new car. Yeah, yeah it's three weeks old. Oh, it's insane because of a security system that was put in. Yeah, but the warning on the screen was like, park this car in a safe place immediately and call for help. And I was like, is it? Gonna is it gonna blow up? Uh, like what happened? I now? didn't even know that cars could have that as an emergency warning inside of them. <laughs> like, please exit your vehicle. We are going to explode. Get the fuck out! Yeah, that's insane. But you have this magnet for hilarious <laughs> stories that just happen to you and around you, and it's one of like my favorite things. Hey, thanks. So I'm so happy that you're here. <laughs> uh, we're just happy talking. to be here. Jocelyn is moving into a new apartment right now. Oh, my God. And yes. so, Jocelyn, if you don't know her, you should because she's <laughs> DIY everything. And so this opportunity is, like, so exciting for someone that DIYs for a living. Are you doing it, a DIY move? It is. Um, I, I mean, it is kind of a DIY move because I, they're actually moving out kind of early. Mm -hmm. And people won't be able to help me for a few days. So I am just trying to strategize the other day, I looked at my dresser and I was like, okay, if I stack three <laughs> drawers on top of each other, I bet I could bring them up myself. Yeah. I've got this thing down here by myself. I'll get it back up there. I mean, I went up there today and just measured. Oh, I should mention I'm moving upstairs. Oh, yeah. She's in the same building that she's in, yeah. but she's moving upstairs. So I'm not moving far, but I, <laughs> I was in there today and I just measured every wall to yeah. just be like, oh, and I could put this here. I made like a little oh, floor it's plan. It's oh. A woman's true colors come out when she gets to upgrade her living situation. I'm so excited. It is so, and I feel like I have pushed myself past my limits in moments when furniture moving was necessary. <laughs> yes. Like, yes. I have lifted heavier things in my life that I could never lift on a normal day, but when it's like necessary to get into my house to complete the look of a room, yeah. I can lift like <laughs> mountains. And no, put <laughs> it's like, it's like because the furniture is our children. Yeah. It's like what they say about mothers. Yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> the like, furniture to us is everything. So it's like, <laughs> yeah, it's like, the, it's like when a kid gets stuck under a car and a mom can suddenly lift the car. Yeah. Sure, <laughs> like, superhuman strength. Yeah, like this uh, bar cart is going to get lifted over my head into my hallway because it's so necessary right yeah. now. 
No, I saw that video where you put together a desk and I was uh, like, oh yeah, she just did it, dude. <laughs> I also have been using DIY and like home decor as such a distraction from every other adult thing I have to do. It's the best kind. Which is ironic because I can put together like 12 pieces of furniture in one day, but I won't answer 12 emails. Right. Yeah. It's really so bonkers. Yeah. I think it's because you get into a zone. Oh, yeah. And it really is actually kind of therapeutic. It's to, true. To paint it's, or to put something together or whatever. Yeah. I, I truly believe in that. So I, I I, mean, I think it's real. I it's, don't think it's something I'm just like, yeah, I believe in it. Like, it's just something, ooh. No, it's like a real. <laughs> just start a <laughs> genre of YouTube videos that's just like <laughs> furniture therapy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just you bringing someone in, talking to them about their life while you put together a chair. Just <laughs> sobbing while I put together <laughs> yeah. an Ikea dresser. Yeah. Because you do. Have you had any ridiculous like furniture putting together moments because I remember very vividly when I first moved into my house it was completely empty and Ikea delivered the couch that I had uh, ordered and I was so excited and I was like I'm doing this I'm putting this together and I reached such a moment where I could not get like the long piece into the bigger piece and I just (laughs) felt like so like I've always been equipped with this thought that I can do anything I put my mind to and I could not do it and I just remember sitting on the floor of this empty house just crying staring at the sofa <laughs> yeah, as yeah, if yeah. it like represented all of my personal <laughs> failures yeah 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 yeah. I get it yeah no I've definitely done that I've definitely <sighs> like reached the point where you're like my back hurts and I, I can't feel my hands because I've been using an <laughs> Allen wrench for 15 hours <laughs> you're like trying to ice your hand but you're like looking you're like I've gotta finish it <laughs> broken it is. It's a nice test, I think, of sanity to oh, be like, <laughs> for sure. how many pieces of IKEA furniture can you put together, or any furniture, really? I mean, truly, I'm not against IKEA furniture whatsoever. I'm actually no, way for it. Dude. I think it makes you a better person once you've get gotten it together. <laughs> it's like being a waitress. Yeah, like, exactly. You have the experience to kind of like get how to be a better person. We were talking about that recently. How we think everyone should have had a job in the food industry at yeah. some point before they are allowed to do anything else in their lives. That Ever. that should be like a course in college or high school that everyone is required to take. Yep. I think it's very maybe putting together IKEA furniture is also a course everyone's <laughs> required to take. I think we're like kind of maybe should own a, have our own university. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's on this uh this year's vision board. Do you have a vision board? I don't. I mean, I would say my Pinterest is as close as it gets. There you go. Yeah. I have gotten this thing where I can't be around magazines but magazines bother me now <laughs> like physical magazines yes I just so I can't do the thing where you like when when I was younger I would like cut out like the words like beauty fun <laughs> excitement and then I like put them with my binder yeah yeah and like I there was a moment in my life where I like like cut out like that kind yeah. of stuff for an adult vision board yeah. and I just I can't do it. So I just use Pinterest. Yeah. And, uh, but that's good. That's like um, you're being environmentally conscious, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also, I'm terrified of someone walking in and being like, what is this? <laughs> Why do you have beauty and fun declared <laughs> to this poster woman? woman. <laughs> are you afraid people are going to think you're creating a ransom note? Oh, yeah. Or they yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, it, every, every teenage girl could make a gr- like the best. Ransom note. Yeah, ever. it's true. <laughs> Teenage girls make super cute ransom notes. Yeah. <laughs> um, what's on your to do list of DIY? Do you have more things that you are making in the future for yeah. DIY? Damn it. 
Absolutely. I'm always making something. And yeah. I actually have a lot of things around my house that I've made and I've gotten too excited and made too quickly to do a video. <laughs> you made this one glass thing that was like those wires that connect. Maybe it wasn't glass. Maybe it was just those thin. It's just the wire. It's brass Himalay. And it's, That's yeah. a thing. Yep. If you look it up on Etsy, it's like these awesome like. It's very geometric shape. Yes. This like clean cut kind of like triangular diamond thing that just is very aesthetically pleasing. Yeah. It's really cool looking. And yeah. they sell them everywhere like Urban Outfitters everywhere. Yeah. That is something I saw and I was like, I can make it. <laughs> so that's something I, I kind of put up for a while and then I made it. But then I made it so fast I didn't make a video. <laughs> That's like when people are like, the food was so good, I ate it so fast yes. that like I couldn't even like I digest it at all. Yeah. How to taste? I don't remember anything. <laughs> yeah. So I actually am making stuff kind of constantly. Like right now I'm weaving something for our friend Liz. Oh, cool. She saw something that I had weaved earlier. Nice. Weaved? I don't know. Sure. I'm not that good at it, but I, <laughs> you know, like I'll put on a show and I'll yeah. just kind of grandma it out on the couch. Totally. But yeah. What are you watching right now? Ooh, what am I not watching? Yeah, <laughs> hey girl. Um, let me think. Have what you watched I... Making a Murderer? Absolutely. We got it in that. We were trying we to mention it. Making a Murderer in every episode of the podcast. <laughs> yeah, okay, check that out the list. Sweet. Uh, I heard that there's new updates. You got another lawyer. What? And she's like live tweeting all the things that she finds evidence wise. Well, we don't know when this episode's going to air, but who knows? He that might could be, be free news. by now. Who knows? Yeah, but it's very intense. Yeah, I just watched some another Kurt Cobain documentary that was like basically like Whoa. Courtney Love killed him. Whoa, I don't know what it's called, was it Kurt and Courtney? No, it was another one. It wasn't soaked in bleach. It was soaked in bleach. There you go. Whoa. And they had these like really dramatic reenactments that were kind of like. Grace was on the show a very long time ago. You were on this pilot for the show MTV. I worked on. Yes, yeah, yeah. Where that's the first time I ever had to wear contact lenses for a job. Yeah, that wasn't just like let me see what contact lenses feel like. Wait, and I'm, why? Because they do the, they tell thing? these stories. Yeah, it's like and embarrassing so like, stories. Yeah, so the girl was the girl telling a story was Grace, I think. You were like playing. Yeah, her. I was playing. It's kind of like drunk history where someone yeah. tells a story and then people reenact it as they're telling it. And so I was playing that girl telling the story in this reenactment. So they dressed me up to look like her. So I had so they like change your your eye color. Yeah, she had like green eyes or something, and I have brown eyes. Which contacts? <laughs> spoiler alert: on brown eyes will like never do anything. Color <laughs> contacts just make you look like terrifying. It's really scary because it's such an unnatural color that happens, and then you end up blinking over them so much. At least. I did. I felt like a crazy person that was just like really focusing on how much I was blinking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just so weird. No, but it soaked yeah. in bleach had the reenactments, except with like a fake Courtney Love and a fake police investigator. How weird. And then like the recordings from this investigator's investigation. And so she was like, this Courtney Love actress is like, <laughs> be Courtney Love. But then like her voice would like happen and the girl would like, Mouth it. the words. It was so Whoa. weird. That but is I just like drunk that. history. Yeah. It was. It well, was, but it also, was like so weird because in a like a comedic context, yeah. it's great. But oh, in this dramatic it's, one, it's like, oh, this is not, but this feels awful. I want to know what that audition process is like to play the reenactment of Courtney Love. <laughs> All she did was smoke cigarettes and like writhe around on couches. <laughs> so I hope that was part of the, because like that's oh, what this I actress see did the whole tapes. time. Oh my God, that's incredible. But yeah, I watch a lot of documentaries. So I just watched yeah. that. Um, I watched the British Baking Show. Oh, Diane's recently obsessed, the oh. Brit Great British Bake Off. It's pretty fantastic. It's pretty great. And in terms of, I, I you know, it is like this emotional experience and I don't know why. <laughs> 
But I think it's because what they're making is so impressive. Mm-hmm. It's really hard. It's yeah. difficult. It's not like Chopped where they're like, yeah, I made a ham sandwich tortilla <laughs> with a pineapple Kool-Aid. And you're but like, it's also disgusting. <laughs> for what I've seen of the contestants, I've only watched a few episodes of one season. They've all been very humble about of what course, they make. British. And so like Chopped is like, this is the fucking best. This person oh, yeah. fucking sucks a dick. And I'm going to be like, I'm going to win all this stuff. And they're like... I tried my best. I don't That's, know. It's because it's such a country thing. Like, yes. It's like totally the producers can produce it one way or another. Yeah. And those producers, you know, in the UK are like, it's the sweet, nice yeah, British very people. Modest. And America's like, tell them you want to rip their throat out. <laughs> <laughs> people are like, yeah, I'm going to kill you in the kitchen. It's like, whoa, I'm, buddy. Like, please. Yeah. And then the juxtaposition <laughs> of like their sob story of why they want to win $10,000. So like every member of my family died I in know. a fire. <laughs> So many extremes Whoa. happening here. Can it just be them cooking? Like, does it have to have the sad story? Because, like, when you're bringing up your fight with whatever, yeah. like, 20 times a show, it's oh. like, oh, a little much. It's very intense. And there's always somehow a spotlight on them when they're, like, crying to <laughs> yeah. the judges with their arms behind their back in their, like, chef apron. Yeah. And you can tell the judges are not the most heartfelt individuals and they're all just trying to get through the story listening process. So it's a little tough to watch, but the British Bake Off feels like... The sweetest. Yeah, it's much sweeter. Also because it happens like in a tent in a field. It's like very whimsical in a way. Yeah. Sounds like a renaissance fair. Yeah. It couldn't be more British. Like it's a parody (laughs) of itself already. It's really hilarious. Yeah, I really liked that. It's a good one. And I just, you know through all the episodes but yeah I'm like a orange is the new black watcher also dance moms dance moms oh. uh, love at first sight oh yeah we're talk- okay Lo- do you know this show Jack love no. at first sight what's this two people oh. they go through all of they're two single people that go through all of these tests with like therapists and psychologists to find out what would be their perfect match they find the person that would ultimately be their perfect match and vice versa and when they see each other for the first time, they get married. They're on an altar getting married. Yeah. So they have to be married for at least six weeks. Yeah. 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 So through those six weeks, they have to meet the, each other's families. They have this wedding. It's a whole series. And yeah. sometimes the people are so attracted to it. Now, this is the third season. So, like, it's getting good because you're like, ooh, get a little variety. <laughs> like, so do they, do they annul it if it doesn't work? No, they have to be married. And, like, Whoa. at the end, they decide if they want to stay married or not. In the yeah. first season, two couples st- stayed married. Sorry to spoil it. Ooh, should have Two out of how many? <laughs> Three. Three. So it's pretty good odds. Yeah. But it's so, I only watched the first episode of the first season thinking it was this one-off documentary about these people getting married at first sight, not knowing that it was a complete full season afterwards. Yeah. And then saw like clips from the season, but now they're on season three, which is crazy to me. They're in Hotlanta. They should do the, uh, you know, there's that quiz you can take to make someone fall in love with you. Have you heard about this? It's, <laughs> yeah. it's a, this yeah. sounds like a weird pickup line that no, you're no, about no. to do. <laughs> no, no, no. It's a real, you've heard about it, right, yeah, Jocelyn? Yeah, you, you stare uh-huh. at somebody for like four minutes. Oh, it's like four minutes of un, uh, yeah. uninterrupted eye contact. And then like a bunch intimacy. And then you ask like a series of like, I think it's like 23 questions or yeah. something. Yeah. And then you answer as honestly as you can. And apparently at the end of the questionnaire, I think it takes 45 minutes or something. Yeah. Uh, you are f- completely falling in love with each other. Wow. They should do that with total strangers on that show and then make them get married immediately after the questionnaire. Oh, man. Yeah. Well, this doesn't even like, this is just like some, uh, you know, medically trained humans thought you'd be great together. Get married. That's insane. Yeah. yeah it's pretty bonkers. And when it's bad, it's so bad. <laughs> 
So it's good to, I mean, it's great. It's good to be TV. like, because yeah. so, it is like, sorry we ruined your life. Yeah, yeah. At least it's great to deal with it. Thank you for your psychological experiment that we get to enjoy. Uh, it's intense. Is there a reality show that you would want to be on? Mm. I would say Chopped. Really? Yeah, I don't think I'm that good of a chef. Cook oh, person? I think you're, I, if you follow Jocelyn's Snapchat story, she's got some good food cooking. Well, I've been cooking a lot lately because I'm stressed. So when I'm stressed, <laughs> I cook or make something. So that's like, good. that's what I've been doing. But, um, yeah, I like, I just love Chopped. Oh, Chopped. Or is- House Hunters. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Suzanne oh, God, Huang? Is Suzanne it. Huang still hosting House Hunters? Yes, she is. She's, she's been, been hosting made since, in the shade, dude. She's been hosting since I was in. Uh, I used to watch that with Tim. Back I used to in the watch day. with Tim. This is, should have been a huge so red good. flag for Tim being gay. That all he wanted to do is watch House Hunters when he was in like middle school with me. <laughs> and we would always, we loved Suzanne Huang, is what we said, because that's how she pronounced her name. She's like, I'm Suzanne Huang. And she just seemed so poised. But we also didn't understand why there was a host for the show. Right. It, it didn't seem necessary. She never interacted with the people that were actually on the show. Now she just VOs, she's really? just her voice. Yeah, she's got a great gig. She's got a good backstory. I can't remember what it is, but it's there's. She's got an interesting backstory. Oh yeah, yeah. She's got to have some. I hope she has like a deeply like troubled, like terrible past. So <laughs> she's like on the run, and so she remade herself as Suzanne Wong, the host of HGTV <laughs> that, Success Series. That would be amazing. <laughs> that would like be she's so actually great. Whitey Bulger, yeah. just hiding out from the FBI. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, Chopped is a great show to go on because I feel like you can't really fail on Chopped. Like, you right. can fail, but that's, like, good entertainment when you fail. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know any, like, you know, I don't have any formal training, so I <laughs> immediately lose. But I would just want to be there because I want to, it would be, want to be in front of those judges. I oh, want to be God. friends with them. And- Do you have, like, a favorite Food Network judge or um, or host? Because Alex Gordon Shelley. I was going to say, she started following me on Instagram, and I was like, what? <laughs> what does this mean? I was so excited. This might get very insider, but Alex Gornichelli is um, a chef on Food Network and then also a, a frequent judge on Chopped. Yeah. She's so funny because when she eats people's food, she stares them in the face as she eats their food. <laughs> but she stares them with like her head kind of down. So she's like looking through her eyelids at them. And it's the most, and she just is so straight faced. She'll never show any emotion. She's hard. And it cracks me up. It's yeah. so serious on something that's so not serious. It really is so funny. She's my favorite. But on other shows, like on like the Thanksgiving specials, or yeah. whatever, she'll be like, hey. Like she's yeah. like so warm and so like I totally want to be your friend. Yeah, I'm like, oh, I love that you play tough. <laughs> I love it. Ah, <laughs> uh, she's got my heart. How are your dogs? My dogs are, you know, the light of my life. <laughs> Justin has two dogs. I love dogs. Well, one's so a dog. Much. One the jury's out on. Yeah. <laughs> one, one is a space creature. Yeah, Nugget is. A dog that uh, you have a uh, dog named Jones that is a Boston Terrier, yes. and then a dog named Nugget that looks like you put Jones in a dryer yes. and then took him out and created this dog. Yes. <laughs> but Nugget also has human eyeballs. Yes, he does. So he's like this little freak that runs around <laughs> with like no care or worries, but yeah. also like looks very human in the face. Yes, he's got an underbite. His teeth are all janky. Oh, he's, he's like. You know, he's a rescue dog and he like, he just emotes rescue. Yeah. Like he's just like, <laughs> help me. <laughs> but it's so like just, happy go lucky. He's so happy and he's so lovey. Yeah. He's the sweetest. It's my favorite thing on your Snapchat. It's just when Nugget's being like a complete, 
like unconscious weirdo. He's yes. just being himself, but he has no idea how bizarre he is right. to everyone else. Right. So like just for a little taste, like what <laughs> sums up this dog is I take him to this in front of the school by my house to run because I don't really have a yard. Yeah. So I take him there to run and I he wanted to run so badly, but I didn't have anything to, for him to, we were like, I was throwing like a palm frond yeah. and I was catching it. He was so happy. Yeah. So then I found like a little lime or something. Uh-huh. So he started catching this lime uh-huh. and going after this lime. And then I turned around at one point and he had eaten the whole thing. And he was just like. <laughs> and he, I was like, he wasn't even enjoying it. Like there's no way he liked eating a lime. But he wanted to kill it. He wanted to destroy it. But that's so funny. Like, dogs are the best because, like, there's absolutely no enjoyment. There's no way that tasted good no. to you. But you just committed to it. He and couldn't <laughs> help himself. He's just like, <laughs> And if you see this dog, it literally is like animal from the Muppets yeah. that just flops around without a care in the world and just, like, Jocelyn to save him and protect him from himself. Yeah. And it's so funny. Especially because Jones, your other dog, yes, could give, could not give less of a shit about Nugget at all. But it also be like Jones sleeping, like this old man dog sleeping, so calm, and then Nugget just comes in from like yeah, off yeah. frame, <laughs> yeah. out of nowhere, and just like slams head first into he Jones, does. and just he, like I'm here now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's, it's very weird because he's um, he's uh, dominating. He's, he dominates Jones because yeah. Jones lets him. Jones is like, I don't care what. <laughs> Jones whatever. has no ego at all. But he's not like aggressive. He doesn't have a no ounce of aggression in him. So take him to the park and he'll roll with these big dogs. Yeah, yeah. And they'll try to be aggressive with him and he'll turn around and be like, I don't think so. That's <laughs> <laughs> the cutest thing you've ever seen. Okay, you go to he's, the dog park all the time with them. I have to run him because he's insane. He's so high energy. He is so over the top. Have you had any uh, ridiculous stories with him? Because I feel like every time I see on your Snapchat him at the dog park, he's literally just found a puddle and is just yes. flopping himself in the smallest puddle he could find. Yes, mud magnet. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's, mud clings to him. Yeah. Like it actually clings to his fur and oh, stuff. Really? He finds mud wherever we are. Uh-huh. He is truly like, I always call him a trash dog. Like I, I, I just imagine when he was born... And he just, like, walked out of, like, a Oscar the Grouch-style trash yes, can with, yes. like, a fish skeleton on his back <laughs> and, like, a coffee filter on his head, like, tipped yeah. to the side. <laughs> like a real gentleman. Because like, he's just ridiculous. Yeah. No, he—I took him to the dog park once, and I couldn't find him. And I'm like, where is he? And I hear this yelp. And I—I I, I haven't told you this story. Well, I don't think so. I definitely have not told these people. Yeah. So I hear this yelp, and I look over, and and he's like— next to this dog so I walk over and this little girl's like our dogs are stuck together and I was like what <laughs> and she's like the dogs are stuck together and the pic- she's she's maybe eight oh. and her parents are there and they're like it's okay sweetie don't touch them <gasps> and and so the <clears throat> nugget is stuck to this dog and I, I'm like what is this and I'm googling and I'm madly googling I'm, yeah. I'm like what, what how could they be stuck together what's yeah. going on and, and I'm texting my friends and so finally, I, I, okay, oh, they, these dogs had sex. Like, <gasps> my, my precious child, <laughs> my sweet baby boy, yeah. stuck it to this little <laughs> whore dog. 
May I say that? <gasps> oh my! And God. what happens is there's like a system yeah. where then they're stuck together <gasps> until their stuff stops swelling. Oh, so it's like twenty minutes of dogs being stuck together. <laughs> and the best part is that me and this eight year old were in the same place of knowledge where we both didn't understand, and the parents were like, "Uh, ma'am, it's um, it's fine." Like they couldn't say in front of. Her, the kids, what, was what was actually happening? So you and this eight-year-old are just like, "What's going yeah. on?" I was like, "This doesn't make any sense." <laughs> what do you mean they're stuck together? I was so upset. I was so upset. And then my friend Becky texts yes. me back, and she goes, "Yeah, that's called blank or whatever it was." And she's like, "How do you not know that, you oh, weirdo?" I had no idea. She called me a weirdo, and I was like, "You want to know what's weird? Knowing about dog sex." <laughs> like I'm happily, I am so happy. I, I'm so glad I do not know about this. Oh my god! I'm so glad I'm ignorant to this because I don't want to know how no. dogs. No, no, no. That's incredible. What must have been incredible is the then having to sit there while they're stuck together and just pretend that it's oh. not happening for them to get unstuck from each oh, other. My sweet baby boy. I just can't look at him the same ever again. Oh my I'm God. Just like, you, Nugget. You're tainted. How long did it take? Them At least 15 uns- minutes. Oh my God. It was so <laughs> gross, dude. That's so uncomfortable. What? And you're publicly at a dog park just outside. You can't like pick them up and like, let's take this inside somewhere away from everyone. No, they're like butt to butt. <laughs> oh my God. But they're not butt to butt. They're... <laughs> that seems incredibly painful. Yeah. And also Ugh. so weird to see as another person at the dog park just kind of looking at two dogs. I mean, I hope he learned his lesson, but he's the kind of dog that I feel like doesn't learn anything. I feel like he just constantly is like Groundhog Day. He's like, yeah, let's go. (laughs) I feel like Nugget lives a brand new life every minute of the day. He totally Uh. does. And my older dog is just like, what are you so excited about? Get away from me. Pat Jones is the best. Um, we're going to take a break in a second. I have two questions that I ask every single guest oh. on the podcast. Yes. Um, and the first one is, who in the world, alive or dead, someone you know, someone you don't know, would you most want to throw cold spaghetti at? Spaghetti. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be a negative thing. It can be like, oh, because this person would love it. Or because I hate this person and I want them to reevaluate their life in a nonviolent way. I got a weird one. Okay. My first thought was Polly Shore. <laughs> That's not weird at all. That's that pretty. But sense. it would have to be while he was doing uh, doing that thing where he's like, and the wheat towels. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. That is so fantastic. That's like a gif that I'd want to send around to everybody. Yeah, yeah. Be like. Uh, this is how excited I am for you. Yeah, it's if he could just do short. all of his catchphrases, then I'd throw oh. the spaghetti while he did the catchphrases. <laughs> that sounds like a weird, like, fetish corner of the internet that would love that. That's for sure. amazing. And the other question I ask everyone is to tell us your worst pants shooting story mm. or close call, but only use three words or three short phrases or a combination of that. Okay. So, like, mine is college jogging front lawn. Okay, ready? Trying to look hot. <laughs> Not sober. Uh-oh. Oh. Still sad about it. <laughs> no. The first one got me good. Oh no. Yeah, that's the most important too part. Too real, too real. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, well, we're gonna take a quick break and when we come back, Jocelyn is going to answer some of your guys' questions from the internet. So we'll be right back with more of Jocelyn Hughes. Na-na. 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 
deep. No, not too deep. We're back with more Jocelyn Hughes. Wee, wee, wee. Jocelyn has this um, amazing ability to find and send the best gems on the internet. I and try. I don't. Well, you were a researcher and writer on Tosh for a while. Yeah. And so you have this skill set now of being able to seek out the most hilarious things online because like once a week or once every two weeks I'll just get a a quick little text from Jocelyn that's just like a vine link (laughs) to a dog doing something I couldn't even imagine and it just makes my entire week and is now my response to every text I get from everyone else it's so great because it's fun have you seen anything recently that you are in love with you really just have to go to my tumblr and see I'm like I I really I try to retumble but sometimes I'll save the tumble so that I can text it <laughs> so somebody so people can enjoy it first and then I'll do the retumps. There you go. But it's really I I am I, I got off Facebook like three years ago. So yeah. I only have like a fan page, which you can't search anybody, you can't look at people's yeah, timelines. That's what it's I've great. realized. I yeah, I also I still have like my personal page, but I've I haven't used it probably in three years. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's really nice. Yes. So I took all of that energy and addiction and put it into Tumblr. <laughs> and Tumblr so, is really like a treasure trove. Yes. It's it's a crazy place of maybe some stuff that you don't want to see, but it's got, if you really dig, some real wonderful pieces in there. Yeah. So so what's the address? <laughs> oh, jocelynhughes.tumblr or dot, tumblr.com.jocelyn. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I think it's... I think it's jocelynhughes.tumblr.com. Yeah, I think that's yeah. it too. Bam. Nailed <laughs> Sorry, it. Sorry, didn't mean to put you on the spot my name. there. Like everything just is just my name. Like yeah. my Snapchat's my name, my Twitter's my name, my Facebook, everything. I keep it simps, guys. Keep it simps. Keep it simps. Okay, now we have some Twitter questions for you. Oh boy. Here's the first one. Thoughts on owls. Terrifying. <laughs> Those got, things aren't nice. We have one up there that Hannah brought into the office that's just this black owl. Oh, no. Yeah, once you see that, <laughs> I know, once you see that it's there, you can't unsee it, and it's terrifying. I was here last night filling out some, or doing some work, and before I left, thank God, I looked up and noticed it for the first time, and it scared oh. the shit out of me because I thought a bird had flown in to the office that I'd have to get out. Oh, and it man. is, Yeah, it's pretty horrible. It just, it just looks like fur, like... And then there's just two, wings. like bright yellow eyes no. that stare at you no yeah. no get it out owls are cute but Don't also like they they look like they know too much they hate humans i'm pretty sure <laughs> <laughs> i wish that this was the narration of your nature show <laughs> it's just like owls hate humans i'm pretty sure <laughs> the blue planet yeah hosted by jocelyn hughes <laughs> uh wanky queen wants to know oh <laughs> I thought somebody was addressing me, Wanky Queen. I was like, oh, looks like I have a new nickname. <laughs> they want to know what thing is on your left and what will you do slash create with it? So I guess they're asking what is to the left of you and what could you make out of it? Well, to my left is the couch that Mamrie had, we had in our office that's mm-hmm. been moved to your office, your current office. And I made pillows for it, which apparently have been rejected. No, I, I, took, <laughs> I, I have the pillows, I think. I think I put I the know. pillows in my uh, storage unit when we moved out. But that's yeah. what I did with this. I would not attempt to make a slipcover. No, it seems very too complicated. Much fabric, and that means a lot of straight lines, which I'm not good at sewing. Nope. So I, I would s- just go with some pillow fun. Yeah, pillows. Pillows are so easy to make. 
and really yes. satisfying when you make them for yourselves. Yes. Um, that I highly make it, recommend it as an activity if you're feeling stressed. Yeah. I, I, I made a, I, I, I copied this. I, I found this DIY of somebody took a t- table runner from Target mm-hmm. and turned it into a lumbar pillow, which is like a <gasps> long, like long guy. Like yeah. A dog. Yeah. It's one of my favorites ever. That sounds pretty fantastic. Yeah. And you can do that with rugs. You can do it with table runners, any fabric. You can do it with placemats. What? Yeah. Okay. Sorry. I got lost in my own brain thinking <laughs> about my what I'm going to do after we're done recording the podcast I know, today. That's I'm just like, Grace, you have to come to my new apartment and help me. <laughs> I just want to make crafts all the time is what I've me realized. Too. I've really crossed into this threshold where like... I don't care to socialize anymore. All I want to do is be at home making more crafts. Yeah, welcome to my life. It's really fun, but you've made a living out of it, which is fantastic. Oh, and- well, yeah. <laughs> you're, you're doing it. <laughs> Please buy my book. <laughs> it's a really great book. Highly, highly recommend, by the way. Very nice. Um, someone wants to know your biggest fail while doing a craft. I'm, I mean, well, I have this stuff that I'm obsessed with, which is mm-hmm. um, liquid gold leaf. Yes. So there's regular gold leaf, which is like difficult to use. I've yes. made videos with it before. Gold leaf is literally like holding the thinnest piece of tinfoil yes. you could ever imagine. And it just folds in on itself constantly. And it, then you're trying to keep it from touching itself. Yeah. It does everything you don't want it to do. Yeah. So there's liquid gold leaf, which is just, I mean, it's made of cancer. It smells (laughs) like pure death. Uh There's no way it's not the most toxic paint in the world. Sure, yeah. And so I'd gotten, I I had these Ikea shelves that I painted when I first moved into my place. I painted them yellow Mm -hmm. and I changed, it was like a a black shelving unit or something. And so I painted it yellow and it was like, oh, this is bright and sunny. And then I was like, I'm going to paint this gold with gold leaf. (sighs) So I took like a weekend and. Started getting dizzy headed because it's like really truly poison, like yeah. 100% death. <laughs> and I should be wearing a mask and I never do the safety thing. So never listen to me when that uh-huh. comes to that. But as I was like, kind of, I was like kind of watching a movie and doing this. And it, I was doing it for so long that I got so dizzy. I dropped the gold <gasps> leaf. And this is stuff that just doesn't come off. Oh, no. And it just dropped and just splashed everywhere. And it was uh... just like, not a good kind of <laughs> Not confetti. like a, a happy accident. It was like, it's on my skin. It's on my skin. <laughs> Get it off. That, that reminds me. That <laughs> it's not good. You have this one episode of DIY Damn It um, with, what's his face? Why am I blanking on... Um, your friend from Chicago, the Silicon Valley, that I'm blanking on his name. Oh, TJ. TJ. Yeah, 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 yeah. And this might be one of my favorite episodes of DIY Damn It, because you guys, uh, TJ's a hilarious comedian and a very, like, strong personality, and him and Jocelyn go, like, way, 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 way back. You're really good friends. Yeah. And she brought him on for an episode, and she had told me, like, TJ just kind of went bonkers on the episode. He went for it. And this is when you had, like, a crew that was filming, so, like, yeah. a bunch of people in your apartment and I was like oh haha TJ went bonkers and then I watched the episode and like TJ loses his like fucking mind halfway through it and it's just like coating himself was it gold leaf you're working with something that he just kept putting all over his hands yeah, that was um white paint okay <laughs> yeah. that was white paint and I think there was like like there was like adhesive things involved and it, he t- kept taking my um my drill my power drill and just like <laughs> drilling on things <laughs> <laughs> it is the most incredible episode because Jocelyn's it just laughing really the whole time. I was hysterical. I was just crying. I, when I laugh really hard, I start crying. So I was yeah. just like, 
crying, laughing. I couldn't even talk. And then by the end, I was like, did we even make an episode? It is so funny. And you can tell that, like, you guys are friends, so you know that he acts this way. But, like, the people behind the camera, like, don't know if they should help you or if they should just let you go and, like, that you're safe even. And he's just a nonsensical maniac. Like, I think you said you had, like, an hour of footage of just, like, him just going on tangents holding this drill and paint all over It was hilarious. And it was very hard to get it down. I think we got down to seven minutes. It's so funny. You guys should watch it. It's it, just like it's a dis- my favorite for sure. I mean, it's so funny. It's a descent into madness. Yeah. It's truly what you it's like watching a, a child with a very strong imagination be let free on crafts and like yes. do whatever they want. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can I can only praise his mother because he was that child oh, for sure. But he's also hilarious. So yeah, that was that's a great episode. That was a chaotic one. I, I love when things go wrong on it because oh, yeah. it's, it's true and it's real. And it's like, you know, we're not all pros. I'm certainly not a pro. And I try to say that. I try my best. But, but uh, that's what I love about it is that it's showing when you see things on Pinterest, you only see this like photo evidence of how something started and finished. Yep. And you don't see the in-between. And DIY Damn It shows you all the in-between, which is great because it's very helpful to, no offense, watch you face problems head on yes. that help other people avoid I try. them. And that's why sometimes I get mad at myself because I'm like, I didn't explain how hard this actually was. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And yeah. shame on me because this was really, but I try. I try. It's fantastic. Um, someone wants to know, how do you feel about Canada? You know, I like it. Oh, that's good. Yeah. I feel like Canadians uh, are just nice. It's true. Uh, that's been my experience with and them pretty as well. funny. There's a lot of funny Canadians. They got a good sense of humor. Yeah. And it's I've... a very controversial opinion to have. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Canadians. It's no, a... it's like universally accepted that Canadians are funny, right? Yeah. Canadi- oh, you were making fun of me. <laughs> <laughs> that's the American mean sense of humor from Jack Terry. It's true. <clears throat> Not a Canadian. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, a, I'm an insult comic. I don't know if you knew that. Perfect. <laughs> You're a comic at all. <laughs> uh, Denise Arian wants to know, Mamrie question mark? Love her. Can't get enough of her. <laughs> you two together is so fun because it's like, it's like two fun ants that just like <laughs> want to have a great fucking time. But also, like, have this really caring maternal side to them, but also just, like, fucking let it all out. Yeah, like, our favorite thing to do is, like, cook dinner. Yeah. And drink wine. And then, and, like, it's so, like, we'll say, she'll make fun of me for saying something. She'll be like, what are you, 70? And then she'll turn around and be like, well, this is really nice. I'm like, what are you, 70? Like, what's it? But yeah. It is so funny. Which brings me to the next question. Someone asked, how are your upstairs couple doing after their big fight? Because there was one night when you and Mamrie were hanging out, doing crafts, drinking wine. Yep. And you guys Snapchatted this whole story that the couple above you was having this, like, intense screaming match. And, like, closing doors, opening doors, yelling at each other. There was furniture movement. (laughs) There was crying in the hallway. I mean, it was so fascinating <laughs> at one point at one point memory snaps this video of jocelyn just standing by this pipe because she could hear it better from where she was yeah i think it was like a tube of wrapping paper i just put it, i just put it up to the ceiling and put my little face and i was like can i hear anything what are the details but then they they let it loose so that's where i'm moving into you're moving into the fight apartment. Yeah, but that wasn't them. That was a friend of theirs staying there. Oh. Because they're moving because of work. Okay. So I think that they were off working. 
Okay. And so they had their friend staying there taking care of their cat, who apparently also is very troubled relationship-wise. The cat? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the cat the is cat can't take it. <laughs> Um, but no, it, there, so I, yeah, there's apologies and everybody's fine, but that's, I'm moving into the, oh man, stage it. You, you know? do seriously. Can't have that juju. It was so intense. I felt like I was watching an episode of the real world. It was watching so loud and it was really worrisome. Cause like, you know, it was late and right. you don't know what's going on. And I really thought it was the people I knew. So that I'm really concerned. Right, that you're like, who are these people? And I don't know, like, what kind of relationship they have, if this is normal for them or not. Yeah. And then you're like, what do I do as, like— Do I call the police? Right. Like, is this a land? Yeah. Mamrie said, I think, that she just went up in the hallway and said, could you shut the fuck up at one point? She do you want me to tell them to shut the fuck up? I was like, yeah. (laughs) So she was like, could—excuse me, guys. There are people in this apartment building. Could you shut the fuck up? And she's so— So perfect. It was so perfect. But also, she doesn't have to live there. So she has no consequence of yelling at these people. But at that point, it was so bad. Like, they were being so rude and so loud. It was like, who cares? Even if it was the people. That's so bonkers. Yeah, then then we heard the girl go outside. And she's like, and I feel bad. But we woke up the neighbors. And they were like, could you shut the fuck up, please? (laughs) (laughs) I was like, Daniel, you were dickhead. And like, this is all your fault. It was great. It was like. It's perfect for the story. You know oh, what I mean? That's incredible. But now you get to live there. So, hooray. That apartment has history. <laughs> I, I'm going to sage it. It'll be fine. Um, someone, wants to know, bless it. <laughs> someone wants to know broccoli or cauliflower. Mm, tough call. I'm going to go with cauliflower. Oh, okay. Or cauliflower. Yeah. Did I say it right? Yeah. I just feel like I can't ever spell it. Oh, I can never spell cauliflower. That's one of those ones you're like, C, then a bunch of vowels <laughs> together somehow. Yeah, I know W, or a is U. there a W? No. no. There's a U, though. Yeah, there's a U. There is a W, at least in how this person spelled it. Oh, well, God. the flower the flower part has the W. Right, but I know. thought it wasn't. Oh. I thought it was one of those words where it sounds like it should be spelled like flower, but it's not spelled like flower. Oh. But apparently it is spelled. No, like I think that. it is. It, it's unfortunately we'll, we'll never, never know. know. I'm gonna check it. I'm gonna check. It. <laughs> Jack's gonna Jack check. Um, someone wants to know what craft would you use to describe yourself? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go. I have have one in my book where I made um, a dog bed out of a sweatshirt. <gasps> I'm gonna say that's me. That's incredible. Yeah, because like if I could make a human sized one out of a giant sweatshirt for oh. me. I would. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, obviously, yes. A hundred percent. Yeah. You've also made dog clothes out of human t-shirts. Yeah. If you get children's clothes from the uh, Goodwill or whatever, you can just make a couple. uh, That was actually one of my favorite videos I made, too, because we got these, like, dog paws. (laughs) Yeah, you made it look like the dogs were making the crabs. I was also laughing. I laugh a lot during these videos, (laughs) but that one particularly. That one, they literally had these dog paws. Her and was it Becky that was doing it with you? Her and Becky, who's they both have dogs, so they had the dogs, quote, make the crafts, and they had these dog paws made that replicated their dog's paws, so when you close it up... On like, like something cutting, it was just these fake dog paws yes. doing all of the work, <laughs> and it was so like it was very like homemade. Like you guys didn't even try to make it look like yeah, no. But it's so funny because you're like trying to use scissors <laughs> with these like dog paws, and it's really a great episode. Oh, thank you. I love it. Um, but I, I love got, dogs. 
<laughs> Dogs are great. That's also the running theme of this year's Not Too Deep. It's just like I talk to people about their dogs constantly. So I'm just like, you love your dog too, right? Great. We're yeah. in this together. You're displacing emotions and putting them on your dog, right? <laughs> yeah. Cool. I'm good. Uh, I'm safe. <laughs> Someone wants to know your favorite candy that you would that you would like to be your hair. Okay. Um, what is it called? Is is it Dippin' Dots? They're like there's like <gasps> dipsticks. What are those called? Dippin' Dots, a little dip. fun dip. Fun dip. There, you get like a white stick. Oh yeah, that fun you lick dip. And you like stick into the thing. So yep. I have like they'd be like dreadlocks, <laughs> but fun dips. <laughs> Shake them all around. <laughs> and then I just like dip them a little bit and then just like kind of uh, all day. <laughs> Is that gross? No, that'd be great. That's pretty gross. That, I know. That's like, that's like somebody eating the candy necklace that they're also wearing. Yeah, that's what we were talking about oh, in weird. a podcast. <laughs> about- gross. Who does that? <laughs> <laughs> we were talking Yeah, puts candy necklace away. <laughs> we were talking about what would be the most hilarious candy to see an adult eat like earnestly without knowing that they were being watched and I said fun dip would be really great just to watch like a man in a suit just like very very much wanting to eat fun dip without knowing that people were looking at him and then we talked about candy necklaces and how I remember in high school when people wore them and then you'd eat them and so the string got wet so it like stained your Uh, neck with all the colors of just sweating made him yeah made him yeah (laughs) Jack knows this struggle (laughs) (laughs) Jack's like I wore one every single day it was a nightmare life is pain (laughs) his nickname in high school (laughs) candy neck Jack candy neck Jack stop it you guys (laughs) bring me back Um, Steve Incredible (laughs) wants to know how much glue Question mark. Less is better. <laughs> with expectations and with crafts. Not your face, not your fingers. Less is better. That's that, what I got for you, that's, pal. <laughs> uh, someone wants to know, do you own a cheese hat? I made a cheese hat. I got crafting foam and made one. And I made one for my dogs, That's too. That's right. You yeah, made yeah, one yeah. for the dogs because yeah. Jocelyn's a huge Packers fan, yeah. like diehard Packers fan. R.I.P. our season this year. Uh, I, I heard that last game, though. Was, <sighs> Nikki was, was here the day after. coaster. Yeah. Tough, <laughs> okay. tough cookies, as they say in the sports world. <sighs> but you made... You once recently went flew to San Francisco for the day just to see the Packers game? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that was one of the most fun things ever. Yeah. It sounded incredible. You got picked up in a limo at the airport or something? My brother rented a limo, and there was like 10 of us, all like diehard Packers fans. That's so fun. And it was a really—the only problem with the game, though, yeah. is it was still—it was like in September or October, and it was still warm here. And it was warm, and it's outside of San Francisco, so it's not like foggy and cold. Sure. It was in, you know, hot mm-hmm. valley—I don't know what it's called. So, Bay Area. Yeah. So. We were in these seats that had no shade, and it was like, I think, 100 degrees. Holy shit. So we kept drinking beer because we were so hot. Right, but that's the kind but of weather we where you don't— we got up and we're like, <laughs> <laughs> That's the kind of weather where you don't feel it till you stand up, and it you're was, like, was, oh, buddy, yeah, yeah. there it is. Yeah. That's it so funny. Was, uh, we, I think we almost missed our flight. But we got we got there. We very did. adult. I know because you flew back the same day. That's so crazy. Yeah. I mean, loves them Packers. I do. But you made your dogs tiny cheese hats. Yes. <laughs> I made them tiny cheese hats. And they have a tiny jersey. And they've got like a little bandana that has Packers on it that my mom oh. gave me. I've got a Packers coin purse from you that's like a little pair of underwear I used oh, it yeah. today. 
I got it off of Etsy. So cute. Um, speaking of your dog, someone's know how did Nugget get his name? Nugget came with that name. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh. And I decided to keep it because I was like, he is a Nugget. <laughs> he, is a- he is a Nugget from the deep seas. Space times. Yeah, he really does. He looks like a space creature, a deep sea creature, a weird Muppet. Like, he could be a sock puppet that came to life that no one knows. Yeah, like <laughs> like a ball of static cling. Yeah, yeah. So he's just like actually static cling that like hair is on. Yeah. And human eyes. <laughs> Someone glued a pair of googly eyes onto this static <laughs> yeah. cling. But no, I got him. I got him and I was like, I kind of like the name Nugget. And then let's see how this goes. Yeah. And I do this thing where I always have like, well, you know, names picked out. Not yeah. for children, it's fine. <laughs> but for dogs. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to name him this crazy name or whatever. And yeah. then, no, I was like, no, this has to be Nugget. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's pretty fitting. Um, Kevin O'Neill 95 wants to know, if you could be the first to do something, what would it be? Wow, that's a big question. Whoa, dude. <laughs> Solve world hunger? Oh, yeah. That's a good answer. Very good answer. Yeah, you'd be remembered for that. Yeah. That, and also, no one has done that yet. So it's still <laughs> up for grabs. <laughs> I just want to, like, you know, soak up all the, like, people cheering. Yes, yes. Out there, because I'm the best person in the world, clearly. <laughs> We're just going to insert, like, a huge crowd swell applause yes. at that moment. Yeah, It'll actually, I'll probably just hear it, like, kind of sweep across the nation as the podcast gets released. But- yeah, just saying you're going to solve world hunger. I don't take any credit for it. Yeah. It's basically the same as solving world hunger. That's true. Yeah. yeah. That is true. Um, someone wants to know, what is your favorite viral video? And I feel like out of everyone I know, you might have seen more video content online than anyone that I know. Because yeah. it was your job for a while and now it gets to be your hobby. But so many weird video clips swimming in my head. So, I mean, that's when I lived in New York— and you were, lived out here, that was how I would find out about popular, like I was never on Reddit or anything like that, but Jocelyn would be sending video clips to the East Coast for us to see. Oh, yeah. And we'd be like, whoa. And you could watch it grow before, like she would find things that she knew was going to be viral and like we'd see them and then 24 hours later, everyone else was like, whoa, check this out. I'm like, I already saw that. Courtesy of Jocelyn Hughes. Yeah. I, yeah. I think there's, you know, there's like a lot of like like skating injuries. It's like, no thanks. Or like, oh, this yeah. gross zit I'm going to pop. Like, no I think it's like, like the bizarre people are my favorite. Um, you know, the, the guy, there's this like guy who gets into this giant bubble. <laughs> like it's like old school internet. He gets into Because I go deep. I go way back. <laughs> I was a fan. I used to watch videos. Um... I used to send videos a lot with my friend Eric Andre, who has a show that you should watch if you guys haven't seen it. But like he and I, and there's like there's like a weird email chain, yeah, with a bunch of friends, and like I, I this bubble guy. Anyway, this bubble guy, he like gets into the bubble, and then he can't get out. It's like what you like. It's like a fetish or something. You like get into this like a latex bubble? ball, and then you like bounce in it. And he, like, what? couldn't get out or something. <gasps> so then he came on Tosh, and he was, like, the most bizarre dude. Oh. Like, he told Daniel, he's like, I can't say goodbye because I don't like goodbyes. And Daniel was like, what? Like, what are you talking about? Like, thanks for being on the show or something. And the guy was like, I can't say goodbye. 
<laughs> then he like had this like briefcase. Nobody knew what was in it. He like, carried it with him every like he wouldn't let it out of sight. Like, oh my god! That's that was the best. Getting that job and like working on that show was such a dream come true for me because that was my world. Yeah, and it, yeah. And it really was a fun, awesome thing. Yeah. And when it first came out, it was like you know. There was other shows like it, but I think, you know, he did it the best. Yeah, he harnessed it really well. And it was such a simple but very, like, catchy format of, like, oh, you're just finding the funniest videos and showing them to us so that we don't have to seek them out on our own. Thank you. That's really great. It's how I found out about Lo Anthony before Lo Anthony existed in my YouTube world because he's the guy that spun his leg around (laughs) and calling all the basic bitches or something. Yeah, Kingsley. Kingsley was that— Kingsley was on there too? The the things I like or things I don't like Uh, video or whatever. Yes, yeah, yeah. And then Daniel did it. That's crazy. And then all the fans did it. We did like a a montage of fans doing it. Wow. It's it's really insane. The internet. What a place. Powerful. Super powerful. Uh, so speaking of super powerful, I don't know what I'm doing. The this question um is interesting. Dana Awesome One, would you rather eat Joey Graceffa and have Tyler Oakley as a pet, or the other way around? <laughs> so speaking of the internet being an amazing place. <laughs> All right, I don't know Joey, but I know Tyler, yeah. and I would want him to be my pet a hundred percent. I feel like Tyler would like really enjoy that. <laughs> Yeah, dude. Oh, I'd love to have a little Tyler Oakley in my house all the time. Oh, I mean, he's like a hundred percent delightful. He really, truly is, and he's like amazingly present when you're around him. But he's like, you know, that he has twelve billion other things that he should be doing with his life. But he's very present and very supportive and sweet and hilarious. Yeah, and his tweets. I love his tweets. I love his Tumblr. Like, oh, sorry, no offense to Joey. I don't know him, but yeah, Tyler. Woof. You got it. I mean, I agree with you. Just be like, today we're going to dye your hair blue. Remember when you used to do that? <laughs> I don't know why there isn't like a Tyler Oakley, like uh, like a Tickle Me Elmo type, but Tyler Oakley that he just like. Tickle Me Tyler. Tickle Me Tyler, but it gives you advice. You're like, Tyler, should I cut my hair? And he's like, girl. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and it's like a magic eight ball in a way, too, that just he gives you all the advice that you need to know. Great idea. Yeah, he's like a really positive, great thing. Yeah. So I want that around. It's like, you know, Nugget's really positive as a dog. <laughs> yeah. and I, not to make that comparison, but as a pet comparison. Yeah. I it's think nice. It's, I think it's really nice. Um, here's your last question. Zower468 wants to know, how you doing? I'm great. Oh, that's good. You know, I've like reached a point in my life where like, you know, <laughs> through a lot of like self-introspection and kind of just really analyzing my friendships and what is life about <laughs> and what am I doing with a career? I, I feel like I've reached a place where, I, you know, everything is just kind of balanced. That's great. So, <laughs> I'm great. <laughs> Said with complete conviction. Jasmine, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Thanks for having me. Um, so, as you guys all heard before, uh, you can find Jocelyn at Jocelyn Hughes all over the internet. At Jocelyn with an S. Um, and where can they buy the book, DIY Damn It? You can buy it anywhere books are sold. Barnes & Noble. Oh, Amazon. Sweet. DIYDamnIt.com. Check it out. That makes it so easy. And you get your gift for being a guest on the show, which I think you probably know by now, seeing that you've read some of the tweets that have already happened. But you can tweet absolutely anything you want from my Twitter account right Yay. now. I just say nothing racist or homophobic. Because I know. <laughs> Looks like we're out of luck. Because <laughs> that's how you start <laughs> all of your comedy. <laughs> all right. But gonna... You can write it. You can send it. And then Jack already has his phone ready. Oh, I'm ready. To favorite and retweet, okay. which is 
<laughs> I got to look at how to spell this real quick. Hold on. You just tell me when it's sent and then I'll read it aloud to the class. It's weird. <laughs> I like that. I, just, I don't know what's going on, but it's the first thing I thought. Oh, Snuffleupagus is my favorite Gus. <laughs> so, a great tweet. if people Thanks. haven't already registered that I've lost my damn mind today, <laughs> then that's it. Someone tweeted earlier that I'm leaving the internet. I just oh. need to. So, with that added on, people are like, someone needs to take Grace's phone away from her. She's having a really hard day. Jocelyn, this was so fun. Yes, thanks for having me. Thank you for being here. Go follow her across social media. Go get her book. Make some crafts. You deserve it. We'll see you guys next time on Not Too Deep. I don't know. Too deep. Too deep. Too deep. Not too deep. With Grace Helbig. Not Too Deep is a production of Grace Helbig Incorporated, produced and directed by Jack Ferry, production assistance by Diane Kang and Melissa D. Montz, audio by Chris Henry and Charlie Mead, editing by Melissa D. Montz and Mitchell Davis, and an extra special thanks to Flula for the theme music. But I pop.